There are different kinds of fasting, and sometimes we only think about fasting in terms of food, but there are lots of different ways to fast. We're going to dig into that this week, and we're going to learn how to kind of determine what it is that the Lord might be calling us to fast from. Stay tuned. Hey friends, welcome to the Hearing Jesus Podcast. Do you sometimes doubt if you're truly hearing God's voice, or if it's really your own? And how do you know the difference? Do you ever struggle to feel confident in your relationship with God and what He says in His Word? Do you sometimes feel stagnant or like maybe you hit a wall in your spiritual life? Hey, I'm your host, Rachel Grohl, missionary, author, pastor, and life coach, and I have been there. I too was doubting God's voice in my own life. I felt insecure about my relationship with Him, and I wanted to be obedient to what God was calling me to do, but I wasn't quite sure how to figure out what that was. I felt like I was wasting time trying to figure it out, and I just wanted a way to understand His will for my life. The answer for me was found in the pages of the scriptures, as I learned how to understand what they were actually saying. If you're ready to grow in your faith and to step confidently into the calling God has for you, then join me as we dig deep into God's Word so that you can learn to live out your faith in your everyday life. Hey friends, before we get into today's episode, I have a quick word. I know you've been frustrated with being confident in how to tell the difference between hearing from God and wondering if it's your own voice. Listen, I know, I've been there myself. That's why I wrote the Bible study, She Hears, Learning to Listen to Jesus. This is a six-week study that takes you through the book of John, looking at six women in the life of Jesus. It also teaches the color method of Bible study, which helps you to learn how to really understand the scriptures. I include lots of cultural and historical information, and it really makes these familiar passages of scripture just come alive. This is a great study to do on your own, to do with some girlfriends or even some teenage girls, and it will help you really gain the confidence in how to hear from the Lord and set you up with some tools that will stay with you long after the study is over. You can find that on my resources page at shehears.org. And for a limited time, I'm offering all of my podcast listeners a special discount of 20% off. You can use the discount code hearing Jesus. That's one word, all caps, to get your discount. There are also some free videos and a leader's guide for you to get started. Again, head to shehears.org and you can find the Bible study on the resources page. Hey friends, welcome back to the Hearing Jesus podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Grohl. Today we are continuing our discussion around fasting and I pray it blesses you. And so fasting is such a great tool to use in our own spiritual lives. Um, I think sometimes there's just this assumption that fasting has to be just no food, no water, you know, intense. And there's an intimidation factor because people say, well, I can't go without food. Um, I, I think there's different things to fast from and I think the, the way that you determine that is understanding what's the point of fasting. The point of fasting is to to hear from the Lord, whether that is for clarity, for vision, for breakthrough, to see his hand move. And so if the point of that is is fasting, the way that I understand that in my own life is what is something that I could remove from my life that would create enough of a vacuum that it would remind me to seek the Lord in prayer 
and worship. Now for me, that was breakfast and lunch. And um, so what I did is I, when I typically fast, I will pray about what it should be, but usually it's breakfast and lunch. And, but instead of not having anything, because just physically I can't do that, um, I have to function and I just shut down if I don't eat anything at all. I will do probably like protein shakes or um, juice or coffee with a little bit of protein in it. Just something to kind of get something in my system to keep my brain working, but not that physical act of eating that creates a vacuum for me. So at breakfast time, when I would be, you know, probably checking my email and eating my breakfast bar, my coffee, I instead go on my knees and I spend time in worship and prayer. Same thing at lunchtime. I, my house is empty at lunchtime and cause my kids are at school and my husband's at work. So I will turn up the worship music and just be on my face in, in just heartfelt worship, just this posture of absolute surrender. And it's those moments that have been so incredibly life-giving that where I think when I was younger, I begrudgingly did fasting because that's what I thought you were supposed to do to, to now I look forward to what God is going to do and say and heal during a fast. Um, my husband, he fasted this year from YouTube and candy. Um, I know he sounds like a teenager. He's not, um, YouTube is like, he doesn't do social media or like TikTok or Instagram or anything like that. So for him, YouTube is like, I feel like for Gen Xers, YouTube is the the addictive media of choice. Um, but he he fasted from YouTube and candy because that's just his his vices, and they that was uncomfortable enough for him that instead of going to YouTube or saying, "Oh man, I really want some candy," it drove him to his knees in prayer. It drove him to this posture of um, this vacuum in his life where he he recognized this space and he filled that space up with the Holy Spirit instead of those things that he normally would fill it with. Um, some people do a Daniel fast where they're eating regular food, except they're not. I think the Daniel fast is you don't eat cooked meat. So they eat a lot of fruits and vegetables, those kinds of things. Um, you know, there, there's an openness. I think you have to do something that's going to make sense for you and your body and your health and your life. Um, and I think also the length of time you're doing it is also important. So for me, we were doing it for one week. If there are some people that do it for 21 days or some people that will fast for 40 days, sometimes I'll just fast one day. Um, it really just kind of depends on what God is calling you to. If you were doing something for a length of time though, my encouragement would be to set yourself up for success. I remember one time we were early on in our marriage and I'm a planner. I plan our meals out so I can plan the grocery list and all that. And I had made this plan of all of my husband's favorite foods and he was doing a fast, but he didn't tell me, he didn't even tell me he was going to do a fast. He just came home with grape juice one day. And I was like, what do you do with all the grape juice? And he's like, Oh, I just, I like grape juice. I was like, well, yeah, but that's a lot of grape juice. And he just, I didn't, I didn't catch on. He didn't tell me. And so I had made, I think it was like, you know, buffalo chicken wings and spinach dip or, you know, something that he is super yummy and fills the whole house with the scent. And he just disappeared. And when I went to find him, he was in the bathtub, just like so depressed looking. And I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, can you shut the door? And I'm like, what are you talking about? He said, he said, I just, I can't smell that smell. Like, and he, finally he was like, I didn't want to tell you, but I'm fasting. And all I've had is grape juice for three days. And I'm like, 
well, that was dumb. Why wouldn't you tell me? And, you know, there is this whole mentality and, and the scripture warns of like, if you're fasting, don't go on the corner and scrunch up your face to let everybody know you're fasting. Do it in your house and in, in the privacy of your own home. And so while there is an element of that, I think in partnership uh, with your in your marriage, especially I would tell your spouse so that they don't make your favorite meal in front of you when you're fasting. You want to set yourself up for success. And, you know, grape juice is sugar, but but three days in for a guy, it's just with no no food at all um, and trying to work at the same time and be productive, it, he was setting himself up for failure. So he has learned over the years that he actually gets better results spiritually by giving up things like candy and YouTube. And so you're going to have to determine what that is for you. Um, you know, I've seen some people do coffee, uh, chocolate, beer, you know, whatever. Um, but I think, think about what the point is uh, of this and what's going to be the most effective. And uh, there was a couple years ago, I heard of somebody who said, well, I'm just going to do, tw I think it was 21 or 40 days of just liquids. And, uh, I, anything that's a liquid, so protein shakes and things like that would count. But by the end of the fast, they were pureeing pie and drinking it with through a straw. And I'm like, okay, guys, I feel like at this point you have missed the point and you might as well stop because, you know, we're not even on the same place that we were at in the beginning of the fast. So essentially they were still doing it because of this external pressure. They felt to do it and not necessarily because they were he hearing from the Lord. I will often go into a fast without knowing how long it's going to last. For me, my mentality is it lasts how long it lasts. And yes, there is an element of obedience when you set out to do something for a pres prescribed set of time, but Unless the Lord very clearly says, I want you to fast for this specific amount of time, I don't go into it that way. I just kind of let the Lord set the agenda. So I hope that's helpful for you. I know that fasting can feel intimidating, but hopefully this takes some of the intimidation out of it, helping you to realize that you can do it in a variety of ways. It's not an all or nothing approach. And again, remember, we're talking about these as disciplines. Think about these disciplines as muscles, spiritual muscles. When you first begin the practice of fasting, it will look a lot different than if you've been doing that for 10, 12, 20 years or so. So start with one hour or start with one meal. It's very easy to just say, okay, I'm going to fast during my lunch break and go to my car and instead pray about this scenario. You can pray about how the Lord will lead you and direct that, but I just want to encourage you not to overlook fasting because it feels scary. In fact, that's all the more reason why you should do it. Let's pray. God, thank you for my friends and the fact that they're even listening today about this topic of fasting and how it brings us into a closer um, place where we can hear your voice. God, I thank you that this is one of the things in our tool belt that we can use to grow in our spiritual lives. Lord, I pray that you would reveal to my friends the things that you want them to know and learn through this series. And that if you are calling them to a fast, even now, you would start to confirm that in their heart, in their mind, in their spirit. Lord, I thank you that you communicate through your word and all of the ways that you continue to reveal yourself to us. We thank you and praise you in all things. In Jesus' name, amen. Talk to you tomorrow, guys. Hey 
friends, if this podcast helped encourage, empower, or equip you for God's call in your life, I would love it if you would head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. That's the number one way you can support my show. You can also join our free Facebook community or Instagram page where I share inspirational tips, resources, and prayer throughout the week. Hey, I want you to know I'm praying for you this week. Know that you are loved, you are cherished, and you are His.